With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. Be Kev on stage. And we're back with another episode of the Love Hour. I feel a little different because we're obviously, or not obviously to you, uh, but we're filming on a different day. So I I do feel a little bit different, but that's okay. We've been to make it work. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's good. Yeah. So what we want to do, we actually... If you're new here, welcome. Uh, The Love Hour is a place where we talk about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, and kind of everything in between. Um, Oh, man, I just had a thought. Maybe I'll share it. Maybe I won't by the end of this, depending on where the conversation goes. Um, You you don't know how much we got. You're going to have to share it. You understand me? Okay. So (laughs) uh, last week, we had a guest scheduled to come to the podcast. And unfortunately, that guest had to um, reschedule. Actually, I should reach out to see if you know, he's okay. And if, you know, we can get back on that, but anyway, um, he did have to reschedule due to no fault of his own. And we ended up kind of, um, winging it because of this. It was winged kind of, but I heard this, uh, podcast episode from the Oprah Winfrey show. And we talked about our triggers and some of the work and all of that, that we were doing. And it ended up being like a really well-received episode. You know what? Let me tell y'all what y'all are doggone lucky. What happened? Y'all got people out here really pouring their heart and soul out oh, onto yeah. the internet for scrupulation to help you in your marriage or your potential uh-huh. marriage. I mean, we sharing for real life stuff in real time, not things that are conquered years ago. I want y'all to understand. I want you to get this. Get this. That is difficult work. It's embarrassing. It's hard mm-hmm. to talk about. It's fresh. And new, you ain't necessarily over it all the way. You know, it's vulnerable again. Yeah. Especially because because we're actively working through this. Right. I want to turn you. You're going to fall into those. You're going to make a mistake again. Right. You know, I use the analogy about um, throwing interception in our relationship, in our talk. Do we say it here? I don't think so. I don't remember. And anyway, I just got to this analogy too. I was just looking at Tom Brady. Drew Brees retired, yeah. basically, and Tom Brady beat him, and they was hanging out after the game. He threw a touchdown pass to Drew Brees' son. It was cute. They both voted for Trump. But Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most decorated, at least. He still throws interceptions. Mm-hmm. He still makes mistakes. He still fumbles. LeBron James, my favorite player, still has bad games. So to think – in your marriage, as great as you as a wife are, or I as a husband are, to think that we will not still make mistakes is ridiculous. Yeah. It, we are human, especially, I was talking about this in therapy today, in the process of learning a person who is ever-changing, sure. it will be clunky sometimes, you know, to learn this current version of, of you as well as this current version of me and to, you know, 
to be in step with that at all times is impossible. Yeah. But I think what we give each other the benefit of the doubt of is that we are always working towards a better relationship and that our intentions are well received. Now, that doesn't absolve you Absolutely. of pain or harm. Right, right, right. But it is easier to work through marital issues when I can trust that you have like good intentions yeah. or pure intentions. I can't imagine. I know some people, were, you know, deal with this. I can't imagine how that would be if I didn't even have that. Yeah. If I couldn't trust your intentions or that you had my best interest at heart, I think it would be like, thankfully, I don't have to worry about knowing what or, or thinking that oh, secretly she's doing this or that, you know. So anyway, y'all be lucky and glad that these two people is putting their whole dog on marriage on recorded Internet. One of the things that you to be discussed on Lipstick Alley. <laughs> Was that a trigger? <laughs> no, not really. Tell why. So one of our mods uh, brought up some, you know, people be putting stuff on Lipstick Alley, maybe talking crazy about me and this or whatever we doing. And honestly, man, I have accepted. Doesn't make it easy, but I've accepted that in order to be a household name, some people in them households don't like you. Yeah, yeah. And some people ain't gonna like it just because you doing what you do. Some people ain't gonna like it just because a, a lot of people like you. Yeah. It's just human nature. I am not the first, nor are you, and neither will we be the last. People who just be, I don't even know I don't like them. I just don't. Yeah. They're too wholesome. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be that, you know. So anyway, uh, it's not easy, but I am working through like, y'all, listen, I told Melissa this, and then I'm gonna let you talk because I've been talking a lot. I consider Patreon the homest of a home game. Yeah. That is legit fans. They might have honest critique, but I know that they are fans. And the comment section of Patreon is the homest of home games. Yeah. That doesn't mean everybody loves you in sure. there, but is the collection of the most loving people. Right. People in the love hour right now, this is the home home game. Right. The further I get away from there, even to public YouTube or public Facebook, the, the more them away fans going to be there. Now, if you go to a cesspool site, like, you know, Shade Room or, you know, whatever, not cesspool, but like heavy gossip sites yeah. or even Twitter, whatever. The further I get away from there, the less likely I'm going to be received with love. Yeah. So I'm not going to spend my time, amen, going to them away games yeah. and looking in the comments. Because yeah. I know y'all ain't gonna like me. Right, 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 right. You right. know, I'm gonna go down to them home games and private Patreon streams and gonna get some love. So that's good. I think, uh, and we appreciate, you know, the Patreon to that point. One of the things that, um, as you were talking, I was thinking about, uh, you were talking about the trigger and all of that, and how, you know, last week's episode was good for people going through the process of wound tattooing your trigger is kind of what you just did mm -hmm. it's like analyzing okay so this isn't healthy so what i need to do is stick to my home base yes and that's not to say that um there won't be constructive criticism there, there will but be. at least you know it's coming from a place of love and when you're in a relationship i think that's the one of the biggest takeaways is that if i don't believe that you have my best interests at heart that's when we become enemies yes if i don't believe that you're on my side and what you're saying is coming from a place of love 
unplugged and that's when we become enemies and everything becomes like an issue. Yes. And that's when, listen, you're really, and that's not just like a romantic or that's in friendship. Yeah. That's even at work. That's like, you yeah. know, you could have that type of tension between you and your boss. One of the comments, I think you wanted to read some of the comments, right? Did yeah. you have some out? Okay. You can do it at the end though. Okay. One of the, one of the, a recurring comment that I saw, and I actually think it's important to address is people are like, oh my God, this is why I should say single because all of this sounds so exhausting. <laughs> I said that in terms of that. Not that I should say single, but that it is, I didn't say exhausting either, but the sentiment was, it is a lot of mental work. Oh no, it absolutely is a lot of work. And well, the other part about that is you, you are not held accountable to people in the same way that you are in a romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. but the idea of not being accountable to people and showing up as the best version of yourself is not true. Right. So I still think that some of the work that we're saying, because you, like I said, you could be triggered at work. You could be triggered with your mama. You could be triggered with your sibling. Like triggers happen not just outside or just inside of a romantic relationship. One thousand percent. And a lot of times, the way I show up in romantic relation, my romantic relationship, I show up as that same person at work. Right. 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 A lot of things that people complain about me at at all deaf. Melissa complained about Mm -hmm. even with a trans in Kevin State Studio. People who just work with me. They'd be like, you'd be doing this, huh? Yeah. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Melissa be saying that. Yeah. So you are who you are. You know, a lot of times your dynamics show up the same in a lot of your relationships as well. And the same way you got to teach um, your, your you know, spouse how to love you and talk to you and treat you and respect you. You you teach people in your, you know, job. Everyday life. Y'all not finna talk to me crazy? Yeah. And so, and I didn't want that to be like a discouragement to people that like you can't, like if you're single, I would say I just want to stay single because I think this is a good exercise to do. Those check-ins are a good exercise to do, whether you're doing it with your a relationship check-in or if you're just doing like a self check-in, it's really good. Yeah. And I think we, we don't mean to uh, give you a poor view of marriage, right? but we do mean to let you know what you should expect in a healthy marriage. Right. And I think it's better to know what you're going like what you're going into like there's this girl on twitter i follow and this is might not be the best analogy i had a lot of good ones last week but she has plastic surgery Uh she had a couple things bbl breasts a whole bunch of stuff at once she never even shows her face on twitter but she walked her audience a lot of black women follow her uh through the recovery process and her point was whether you do this or not i i want to know want you to know what to expect and i think the best scenario to go into marriage or really anything is with the right expectations. Right. If you know, like, okay, this is because, you know, marriage is great, great sex. I mean, last night, night before, years okay. ahead, <laughs> you guys your eye. but the requirement of, uh, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the requirement of work, so to speak, is, is, it's a fair representation. I feel like when we were growing up, all people said is marriage is work, marriage is work, marriage is work. Not what kind of work, what does that look like? And I feel like one thing Melissa and I have been working on is modeling behavior. This is how I want us to be talked to, here's how I want this to be. I think we want to model for people what that work looks like. Yeah. And it's the difficult things because those are the necessary parts oh, that yeah. if you can learn how to do that, you have such a better relationship. You know, we have, you have in, in having so much more fun, such a more fruitful relationship. Uh, so, you know, you get to see when we go to Napa and stuff and them is just pure, you know, pure fun, but shoot, it's, it's, it's a good amount of healthy work. And the last thing I'll say right now, it's 
self-work. Right. Uh, it's self-work. So marriage requires the best version of yourself. You going I've realized this because you in therapy, I'm in therapy. It's going to be hard if you are working on yourself to be the best version of yourself. And if I'm not, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's going to be frustrating. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what happened with Shaq and Kobe. Shaq admitted this. He was like, Kobe used to be pissed at me because I wouldn't work as hard as him. Oh. And he was like, I'm busting my butt. And you, you know, Kobe's saying, you have more physical, like if you would work, work as, as hard, hard as, as I, I we could win almost every game. Sure. And Shaq was like, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be fat in the summer. Yeah. And I want to get back in shape through the season. And Kobe's like, why? Yeah. But I can imagine being frustrated, like, bro, I'm in here going sure. hard. Yeah. You go hard with me. Right. And I think in, in our marriage, at least, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be frustrated mm -hmm. if, you know, I'm in therapy and you're just like, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want you to know that these sentiments have how have, I've felt this. What? Because I felt like there was a time when I was reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts, doing all the things. You were not interested. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So when you went to therapy, I'm finally like, yes. No, I agree. I agree. And I think this is a, a tough thing. We've I, when I did Dear Cat, I, I never could ask this question because people was asking me serious stuff. And there was no, and I didn't want to make this funny. Yeah. But a question I got a lot is how do I get my spouse to care about our relationship in the way that I do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was like people would be like, I read all these books and all these podcasts, and I share them with them, and they don't even like listen to the ones I send. Right. You know, like I at least did that, but I ain't seek no extra work. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So what we wanted to do, actually, before we move on mm -hmm. and talk about kind of what we wanted to talk about, because there was another um, triggering moment that happened a couple weeks ago. And so we wanted to, like, kind of assess it with you guys okay. and talk about um, the steps we did for that, because it's a little bit different. I guess maybe it's kind of a check in, but kind of a little bit different. Yeah, I think this this tactic or tool is kind of a little bit different. But before we go there, um, we're talking about showing up as your best self. And right now, whether you're at home or at Zoom on a Zoom call or you uh, walk outside, you want your assets to show up as their best. And sometimes that involves, oftentimes that involves for women, having a really good, well-made, fitted bra. And who is here to help you? None other than... Sir, love, love, love your breast and get them the bra they deserve. Third Love is made with signature memory foam, no slip straps, scratch-free bands. And they go from cups double A all the way up to I. They have their half sizes. Bands range from 30 to 48. They're so amazing. They stand behind their products. I love Third Love. This is nothing new. I've raved about them. Um, their t-shirt bra is one of my favorite bras that I wear consistently and all the time. I'm very much a, I'm either wearing a black bra or a nude bra. That's it. And nude meaning my color nude, right. not pinky nude. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm so grateful for a company that, um, has bra shades that are inclusive right? of the world around us. Well, uh -huh. titty meat okay. is brown. And nude be brown titty meat nude. 2021 is your time to shine. Focus on what makes you happy. Starting with better bras and underwear. Those are limit bras. Listen, I'm like, for real? When they start making panties. First of all, in the middle love, of a panty, they start making panties. Third love, hit me up about this, okay? What you talking? We know about the bras. We don't know about the underwear. What's happening? Somebody hit me. 
Y'all listening? Hit me up. Hannah's in the uh, panic. Third Love knows that a perfect bra is for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash love hour. Love hour. Right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash love hour. Love hour. 20% off today. Today I don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> you start doing the wall so much. I have to do it at the end of every one. All right, here we go. So this is the scenario. Okay. A while, a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, Kevin was in the shower, where mm. all of his best ideas come from. Yes. You were on the treadmill. I was on the treadmill. Okay. Shower yeah. at treadmill or okay. laying in bed. Shower treadmill or a treadmill, and he received or got this really grand idea that he comes upstairs to propose to me. Um, if you don't know much about the podcast or if this is your first time listening, a little bit of context that we've talked very openly about is that I often, um, struggle with, um, expressing like my opinions, my views, that kind of thing, sharing my voice, that kind of thing is something that I, um, struggle with. And it's always so interesting, just kind of as an aside and I'll come back. It's always so interesting to me, the way that people see me and the way that I see myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, even in talking to some people, they're like, I don't see that at all, Melissa. I feel like you always share yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, if you only knew the things that I often don't say or the times that I'm often quiet or when I'm rephrasing a certain thing and I'm working on being better about like, Melissa, just say it instead of, you know, this kind of dancing around the bush thing that I do often. Um, instead of just coming out and say you kind of like tap dance around it yeah. and it's just like get like cut to the chase girl we don't need all the extra get to it and so I'm working on that and so often there's that um, I don't know I, I often feel the disconnect and how people see me and how I see myself and sometimes I have to ask myself is that truly is it me doing that overly self-reflective thing or is it accurate that I don't speak as often as I want to need to you know mm -hmm. what i mean so anyway that again is a little bit of history so when kevin comes and what this is the other thing that happens um again if you've listened to this podcast you know that kevin is very with me or against me that's it there's like no no gray area and so i just told him this the other day and i've been thinking about it myself is that it puts me in this very impossible unwinnable scenario Mm -hmm. Okay, so he comes upstairs and he's presenting this idea and the I world's greatest it, idea, my the dude. world's greatest idea. I mean, inventing the wheel, then this. And so, <laughs> uh, you know that. Sorry, do you know that Betty White is older than sliced bread? What? Yes, there was a Uber facts, and sliced it said bread is, not, is it, it was born before. No, I'm sorry. Did I say it right? Hold on. Let me make sure I say it right. Sliced bread is, is how old is She's Betty? older. Okay, here we go. The first sliced commercial bread loaves were produced in 1928. Betty was born in 1922. So she's older than sliced bread. So you don't oh, have to say- I never say, thought that a sliced bread, they had a time. Yes. So you don't want to say, yes, yeah, sliced bread was the best thing since Betty White. Oh, wow. I don't know why I love that fact. That is crazy. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, we need to say you're the best thing since Betty White. Can you but imagine being around and the sliced bread come out? You're like, hold up. It's amazing. I don't know why. They sliced this? I think 
first of all, Uber Fast is ripping? one of my favorite pages oh, to follow. I love Uber Fast. I love Uber Fast. It's by Black, did you know that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, he shows himself sometimes. Yeah, on occasion. So anyway, I don't even know how we got there. So anyway, he comes upstairs with this grand idea. And, you know, after you, like, are excited about an idea, you tell your idea, and there's that moment of, like, so what do you think? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, immediately I have to think to myself, uh, well, now I do. In the moment, I'm just like, okay, so he's asking for my opinion. He's asking for, you know, what do you want me to say? And so I'm like, <laughs> I, I like the idea, but have you thought about this? Whatever. I'm going through my list of like, these are ways to kind of make it better. Or these are, have you thought about this? Or we've done this. I even think I, this was kind of what I was thinking. You've done something like this in the past. It didn't really work. So, you know, what will make this different that you think will, you know, have it take off the way that you're imagining, whatever. Kevin immediately gets defensive. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that you are, he is immately putting me in the, non-supportive box. I'm like, oh, non-supportive Non-supportive non -supportive. box. Wife. And it's so funny. I saw this comment one time on, I think it was in the book club and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm like, I don't want people to get the picture that I've been unsupportive because I don't think I have been. What was the comment? Uh, some I don't even remember, but it was like, Kevin has always said, Melissa wasn't supportive. And I was like, when I said that, how I think that's an in, that's a that's an interpretation that people get. They, you know, people are highlights. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And so when they're not in it, and then that's not. I'm not no saying she's at fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just that? saying that I want to be careful in how I am being represented. That the that when you wasn't working, <laughs> she. You was know what there. though? As we get further and further from that. People forget. People forget. I know. Because that was a longer and longer time ago. I... People didn't even know I did the documentary that came out in 2018. Yes. You know, so, so that's another issue of people like, people on Patreon know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the newer you are. Yeah, I'd be like, hold on a second. What you're not going to do is that. Okay, like, like everybody, let's be clear. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. And so uh, anyway, so I recognize that I have to be careful. Ooh, so what listen, happened? Listen, this comment. Uh-huh. Sometimes people say your name, but they are talking about the passionate for God, passionate for God. Girl, I'm gonna remember that forever. Yeah, that's real. Whoo! I'm sorry, Liz. I mean to interrupt you. Um, no, she's correct. That is the one thousand percent yeah, true. That's so true. So anyway, we had um the conversation. I say Kevin gets defensive, and I immediately recognize, oh man, he's triggered. So we kind of have this discussion about like, so what 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 happened? What are you looking for? What do you want? And you can I'll let you say like how you felt about it. So here's the unfortunate position that I put Melissa in often and that I am working to not do. There's Melissa, the business partner, mm -hmm. whose opinion I respect mm -hmm. and value and honor. Then within the same body. There's Melissa, the wife, who I was running upstairs to at that moment to not be the person. Now, mind you, that question, there's no way for you to know. Right, 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 right. But that question or that not question really was a pitch. Yeah. That pitch was for a supportive wife to throw blind support. Yes. yes. And anything less than that puts me in a non-supportive Anything box. less than that will be uncivilized, yes. as they used to say. Um, so... Now, the reason it's really unfair is because at this particular time in our relationship, 
We were specifically working on right. valuing business Melissa, but I reverted back to high five yeah. Melissa, right? So I'm, there's nothing worse than having the world's greatest idea yeah. that in your mind, in the three to seven minutes you created it, there's no hole to be poked right. in it. Right. So when I'm running up, to, literally ran up the stairs, lists. <laughs> Because the other thing, I, I don't know if I told you this part, I talked, Jay had called me, oh, un, unrelated, sure. and I pitched it to him. What does he do? Oh, of course. Brothers in arms, yes. we should do this. Yes. We are brothers in arms. Yes. So I'm like, now I got Jay on. Let me go get Liz on. And this I is, get on with Liz. She's so like, what she was, was the actual advice I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Right? Let me be clear. What she gave me was the actual right advice. But what I was expecting right. was the support. Right. And then I was just like, so he was this so idea deflated. And that's not even what I was trying to say, but he was immediately deflated. I recognize it. And so, and you guys, listen, Kevin is very, he's black or white. So it's either the he's best black. idea he's white. He's or the worst idea him. ever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm never like, that's the worst idea ever. It's like, this is a really great idea. These are things to make it better. But that's never. No. My mind says you hate it. It's dumb. Yes. Why would you even do this, stupid boy? Stupid. You don't. Want she, uh, don't run over this. You should have walked out the house instead of up the stairs. This idea is dumb. And I want to be clear to because whatever. Listen, folks are so unfair to me sometimes because people are like, "No, Melissa. No, I want to be clear. My tone, my my attitude, mm. everything is not that this is dumb. No. Okay. It's no. very much an interpretation because Kevin lives and there's no gray. No gun McReynolds. He lives in black and white. Yes. So anyway, what ends up making it bad, which this moment is his trigger, within I immediately am like, okay, so I don't need to say anything. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me anything else. Don't, because as soon as I do, then I don't know what to say. And that's not fair to me. Just don't ask me nothing. Yeah, so don't ask me nothing. And you can see how this begins to become a self-fulfilling prophecy within your relationship. Oh, month out. I'm going to add another complicated layer, which makes matters worse. No, I'm not going to mail yet. No? I was going to go to the end. Why? That's my next thing. Okay. Okay, hold on. How you know I know, I knew. So this is what happens. I want to stay on the point right there. I won't, I won't. I want to just stay on the point of the self-fulfilling prophecy because this is what happens in relationships. I don't want my feelings hurt. And I literally told my therapist this this morning. I was like, girl, can you help me on this particular thing? (laughs) Today, let's focus right here. Let's just stay right here. I don't want my feelings hurt. And so what do I do? Protect myself. What does protecting myself look like? Not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Then in my isolation that is now self-induced because I want to protect myself, I feel like I have no voice. I can't say anything, Kevin. And so it ends up compounding yeah. the existing feeling. Now it's not from you. It's now self-induced. Right. And then for you, it's Melissa's not saying anything. She doesn't care. She's unsupportive. She's this. And now your feelings so this this attempt to make things better makes things it produces the same result that has in, in science that's the uh that's the unintended uh, uh effect yes that's, that's a, that is a side effect of protecting yourself comes with these side effects yes. isolation yes. your husband thinks you're unsupportive yes. matter of fact you protect yourself so much yes. you who, actually distance yourself who said we can't <laughs> let the cure be worse than the disease Loki was a trap. I think it was uh, 
SWV. No, I'm talking about the pandemic. Oh. I think it was Trump. Oh, no, SWV said you're the... Sir, he you're said my, you're SWV. My, well, that's the, in week, they said oh, something about the... Uh, co- the cause and cures. The cause and cures. That's what I thought you were so, You know I'm going to go to the 90s R&B. Uh, I think Trump said that about the pandemic. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the point is... Oh, that's when they said the vaccine gave you the same yes. symptoms. I'm like, what the hell? This yes. is not helpful. Yes. And so okay. that's kind of the point is that what you think is helping ends up worsening what's actually happening yeah. or producing the same side effects. Yes. And so you're in this exact um, cycle and I have all of this evidence that supports my theory. He has all of this evidence that supports his narrative, his narrative, my narrative, and neither one of us are communicating about it because who knows why it's unhealthy. And then this this scenario is then compounded, okay? Because we're always me looking for um, my Rolodex of evidence. Okay. Mm. So my sister comes over, you guys know, my sister works for Netflix as a content executive. So her like content executive. So her literal job is to, um, look at content, critique it, offer her opinions to make it better. Yes. So she comes to her house, Kevin pitches her and immediately says, and my therapist was like, do you understand the difference there? And I was like, shit it. Uh, therapist is on my side. She be on, she be, she, she, yeah, mine on, too. she be unstable. Ooh, my dog on therapist. I said, girl, I'm paying you. She be you remember in Ozark? Wait. When they was both bribing the therapist? Oh, yes. I'm like, how am I paying yes. you? And you be like, well, Melissa's right. Yes. Girl. Yes. You, you should, for me, I'm right. Correct. Right. She's been, been right too much in these sessions. Yeah, she. Agree she, with me sometimes. Uh, she be unstable. <laughs> stable so, all her ways. Yeah, she unstable all her ways. Yeah. So what happened was my sister comes over. Kev pitches her and immediately says, rip it to shreds, Mel. Let me know what you think. And gives Melanie license, my sister license, to say the exact same things that I said. I mean, me and my sister are so similar that sometimes we're verbatimly, verbatimly, mm-hmm. sure, verbatim saying the same thing. Yeah. So she goes through and says, again, the exact same things that I said. Yes. But he's in a place and a position to receive it. Mm-hmm. What does that do though? Piss me off. TF off? Oh yeah. Why? Because now it's supporting my narrative. You don't value me. You don't hear me. You don't see me. And even when I say the exact same thing that someone else says, you don't hear it from me. You hear it from them. Mm-hmm. And it was, I literally, I walked upstairs. I was like, let me take a shower so I can wash this energy off of me. You was like, there crying? Start. No, I was pissed. So I can like wash this energy off me and like be better. We, I think we did end up talking about it later, Mm -hmm. but it really wasn't until just recently that I've come to a solution almost or better way to approach this type of scenario. What did you have to say? All I wanted to say is I don't look to male to be supportive to me at all. Matter of fact, Mel's relationship with me, even on a joke, like Mel is supportive. Yeah, yeah. But Mel is Kevin don't suck. Yeah. Tonight. I'm not, I never share with anyone else in the world, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to support me in the way a wife supports me. Right. So when I go to Mel, that expectation of high five support me isn't there. Right. I'm already, I know this is what I did. Now you poke holes in it. Yeah. Right. So, um, that's why I give her license because she's never going to be like, Kev, I love you. This is great. I'm your sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. I support you 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, Melissa, we enjoy movies. 
we like them. We sit and watch them. We saw One Night in Miami the other night. Had a great time. Mm -hmm. Mel doesn't traditionally like movies. Yeah. So if she really likes something, that means it's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. And she does this all day. But the most important thing is I don't expect her to support me blindly. Right, right, right. I expect her to rip things to shred because that's what she gets paid to do. Um, and it didn't click in my mind. And I, it was funny because you'd be knowing your spouse. And I said, well, because Melissa never leaves the conversation when her sister's at the house. <laughs> and she went upstairs and this didn't come down. And then I went up and now she smelled clean. I was like, oh, I don't know exactly what I did and said, but I know something in the It always surprises me that you're so unaware. Oh, I say so many things, any of which could make you it mad. Just, it blows <laughs> my mind. So anyway, after all of that, I was, um, again, this was a few weeks ago and we did resolve it, but it wasn't until like literally okay. the other night I want to address this. Okay. Here's what we have had to do. B. Crumley said, but Kev can listen. I'm sorry to interrupt mm -hmm. you. But also, if you're the supporter, yes. But here's you what have to say it again because you I'm didn't sorry, read it. You're right. But Kev, can Lissa, as a wife, provide critique, but also be viewed as supportive? Yes. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's what I'm working on. Erica and Warren said this. Uh, and it, they said it's helpful because they're actually in the studio. Mm -hmm. In the studio, Warren is her producer, mm -hmm. Erica is the artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she said a lot of times I, I'm pissed at the husband, though. Right. Right. I get to produce. I need the producer to be the producer. But them words is coming out of the husband. Right. So what I have to do is mentally prepare my own self that if I'm asking my wife, who's my business partner and wife, I have to be prepared to allow her to speak from both of those or say at this moment, I'm speaking to Melissa, the wife. Right. Tomorrow, Correct. you can be Melissa, the business partner. Yes. But right now, just say, okay, that's a good idea. Yes. I could see that working. And then tomorrow, Melissa, the business person, can say, now what you need to do, I think, is hire a writer and make sure there's some story there. Yes. Um, and I think that's, we, we both, in, in this case, it is my responsibility to give her the heads up because otherwise it's unfair for her to just answer as, as the business person, and I'm mad at the wife. Right. I'm going to tell you what this uh, has been helpful for me. It's making me more comfortable talking to you and sharing my myself with you, ups, downs, sideways. What's also comfortable is Everlane clothing. Now, let me tell you what. I get a lot of merch. I order a lot of merch from people. I order merch from myself. Most people, bless their hearts, me included, we we have okay hoodies, you know, okay jeans. But when you want premium comfort, you hear me? You're going to want Everlane. One of my profile picture right now, at this very moment, you see a hoodie underneath a baseball mm -hmm. jersey. Mm -hmm. That picture on Facebook and Instagram is the Everlane French Terry hoodie. This thing is so doggone soft. It's so soft. So comfortable. And I don't know if y'all know, almost all my hoodies that I give people, they always have these residue. This residue. Yeah. Black thing, especially because I shave my head, it's doggone a piece of Velcro. Uh, Everlane don't have that. This stuff is so soft. The gray is so smooth. The outfit was so fire. I'm grateful I got it from the podcast. And now I'm at the point where I'm just going on the Everlane site 
and just purchasing things. Not because they're sponsoring, not just because they're sponsoring, but they've just become a doggone amazing place to buy clothes from. Listen, Everlane has fits for your everyday uniform, whether you're talking about comfort, they have loungewear, they have amazing, I actually have a, um, um, it's uh, the turtleneck that you wear without the sleeves. That's really good for like layering, especially around this time of year where layering, I'm layered right now. Um, they have that. They have, like we said, the hoodies that Kevin wears. They have some of everything and the quality is amazing and they are ethically made. Um, shop for accessories, comfort-based layers, lightweight activewear, and more. All made from certified organic cotton at the world's cleanest denim factory with zero landfill waste. Premium quality with a transparent, more affordable price. Go to everlane.com slash lovehour and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 60 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash lovehour and sign up. Okay, so all of that happened. And then fast forward to quite literally a couple days ago. It was at Danny Stovetop Kiss's house. And we were talking. We were actually doing a vision board party. And then we just ended up talking. We were doing both. Um, And so we were talking about relationships, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she was saying that what she does is she literally has the guy she's talking to say, or she'll say, who do you need me to be? I could be Mother Rose, if you need me to pray for you. (laughs) I can be Dee Dee who's Meg the Stallion. I can be Danny, who's who y'all see. I can be Danielle. Like, who do you need me to be in this moment? Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, you've just given me the key. You've just given me the key. Mm-hmm. The, the position that I'm often in is that for me to feel valued, I want to be able to offer you know, critique of something or criticism of something or whatever, the same way you would ask or he would ask literally any other person and be able to accept it. I want to be able to do that from, for him as well and have it received not as unsupportive, not at, or even worse than being unsupportive or kind of neck and neck is it's brushed off as nothing until it's validated by an outside source. Mm-hmm. That's almost worse. Like those two things are, they literally compound the feeling of not being heard for me. Yes. And so I want to be put in a position where I feel valued in my opinions and critique or whatever, just my voice, really, no matter what I'm saying, right. matters. And if you are not, if I am not, if whoever you are talking to is not in a position to receive that, then that's when it goes yeah. un- unheard. And so I have decided whether Ooh. he's going to ask or I'm going to ask, who do you need me to be? Do you need me to be the executive? Do you need me to be the cheerleader wife? Do you need me to just pray? Do you just need an ear to listen? Like, who do you need me to be in this moment so I can actually fulfill the need and the expectation that's probably unspoken that you need in this moment? Say your thought. Here's my thought. And you watch this. Let me tell you how therapy works. Watch how Melissa worked against herself at 16 and 17 for 37. Six? How old are we? 37. 37. 37. We're 37. For sure? Yep. Are you sure? I think we're 37. No, because 2000 or 83, we were 17 in 2000. Yeah, we're 37. So we're going to be 38? Yeah. All right. So when I was in high school. First of all, one of us should know our age. 
<laughs> one of us should know. I promise you, we getting older and that pandemic messed me all up. You know I can't do the math for 2020 minus 19. I was like 83 I did minus 2021. 20, <laughs> Listen, I, I said 20, Let me tell you how dumb I am in my math. I said 2020 minus 1983, 43. <laughs> well, surely I have not had my 40th birthday party. I can definitely tell you that I'm not 43. Now, my 36, 37, or 38, I don't know. I'm 37. 37. Okay. So watch how you work against yourself. Boom. Young Kevin is playing basketball. Mm -hmm. Childhood Kevin was in AAU, played all these games. Parents didn't come, didn't support for work reasons, or they was at home watching Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. High school in El Paso. Mom is down the street. Grandma down the street. Dad's in Korea. Have a home game. Nobody's there. Lakes High School, Washington. Family doesn't come. But who's at my games? No, more than anyone else in my life, Melissa. Mm -hmm. The second person, my brother. Mm -hmm. Right? And he didn't come to that many games, but he came to more than my parents, which was like, Jay I, Jay I can't remember. Just, yeah, Jay came to games. Yeah, he did. I can remember my parents coming to a game. I don't either, to be honest. But Melissa? I don't think she missed the home game mm -mm. in two years yeah. and went to a lot of away games. The one game against Yum where I had yeah. 26 and blocks and steals, Melissa was like, this is great. Yeah. I wish I had tape of that game because people think I suck at basketball, but I used to hoop for real. Yeah. But anyway, so what you did in my life, I learned this in therapy, in my life, you replaced the people who were supposed to be supportive uh -huh. and you have become the foundational supportive figure. So my default response expected from you is the support that it's you gave support. me is blind support. Even though that support at that time was just going to games sure. and watching me and being there, sure. right? So that, so fast forward to Hollywood and I'm asking you to come to meetings and stuff. And I'm like, yo, can you come? And you're like, but why? Mm -hmm. well, I don't, have, you know, I don't have nothing to say. You know, I don't like being in bump on a log. And in my mind, I'm this is you in the stands. Because Hollywood, you are I'm already feeling like they're trying to play me. Yeah. They're trying to beat me out of a deal, which they have proven to be. So I need someone in the stands. Mm. My brother doesn't live here. My parents don't live here. I don't tend to take meetings. I didn't have an agent forever, and I don't really take meetings with my agent. So I need somebody on my side right, right, right. in this room. Because the people on the other side of that boardroom table is here to still kill and destroy. Right. So when I'm running up the stairs to talk to you, I'm running up the stairs to talk to the girl in the stand who sat in the stands. That was a good revelation. Therapy. That was a good revelation. That's therapy. So that when I good. run up these stairs and that person says, I don't think that I, not even what you said. Sure. What you said was, all you really, first of all, it was a sketch show yeah. you will see about church, right? All you said was, you actually said this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. First thing you said, just make sure the story is there. Too. Right, right, right. It's right, literally right. all she said. I hear stupid boy stupid. You don't know a story. You can't write. This is dumb. It's not going to work. So when I run upstairs to talk to that girl who was there when I scored 26 yes. points against Yale, and I get the woman who says this could be better. Yes. Wait. I, I, what? Right. Because when I played basketball, Melissa never said, I ain't got nothing to say. Which one, but listen, yeah. see how that framed my sure, mind. You sure. never said, now, Jay, 
you was a little timid. Yeah, you yeah. was playing scared. Right. Why are you missing free throw? Right, right. You right. better. Right. Where's your conditioning? At? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa's just like, good job. I love you. Seems good to me. She don't know much about basketball. I've seen the ball in your hand sometimes. She don't know. I mean, she's not dumb, but she's like, you had the ball. You had some rebounds. You ready to go? So in my mind, it's I have placed you in that spot. Sure, sure, right? sure. And then compounding that by for a long time, this is something I was working through with therapy just today. Me and you were living our lives, but our our fields were very different. Right, right, right. So you didn't really critique my work ever. Right, right. Right? Because you worked in aerospace. Even when I worked at Boeing, you I made my videos, you just pretty much did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's only recently right, right, right. that you've come into this part of my life and where you never critiqued before. Actually, you did a little bit when we did the plays. Mm-hmm. That was the last time. That was a long time ago, yeah. though. But anyway, so in my mind, you have broken the expectation that I had automatically placed on you. My therapist was like this when she took your side. She was like, you have put her in the unfair position Mm -hmm. of taking over for your parents. And now she can't be the wife to you because you're expecting undying support, which isn't, or not undying, uh, blind support, which if you're even honest, all you do in here in therapy is tell me how she's helped you make good business decisions. Mm -hmm. That hasn't come from her blind support. It's come from her giving her honest opinion on what you should do. And you take it in all these other different ways. Why not here? And that's where I had to break down. This is why I be saying dog on everything in therapy goes back to your childhood in, in some way, shape, or form. And that's not even a traumatic moment. Right, 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 right. Like I still have a great relationship with my parents. They just didn't come to games, mostly because of work and sometimes because of Jeopardy. And that's true because one time I came home from a game and I got dropped off and they was literally watching Jeopardy. And I was like, why did y'all come to the game? I, I think like, you should. No, but I feel like if you actually ask them what was going on, they're not going to say I stayed home because of Jeopardy. It's stupid boy, stupid. No, I feel like that. Nobody care about your little games is what I internalize. Yeah, I know. And I think that I, I'm not saying that you're what I'm saying is, and this is actually what I am working on, which is always why even at the top of this, I'm like, and so my narrative is, and then I'm finding support for that. And so yeah. the therapist's job is like, so let's challenge that. Let's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my point is to challenge that because I just doubt that that's all that was really going on no but in your teenage mind or younger mind less than being an adult mind yeah. that's all you saw yes. so that's how you received it 1000 but if you actually talk to them it may help to it may help you frame it a little bit different and i think that might be healing not today okay fine <laughs> no i i agree with you and honestly so in the mail if you want to take the mail thing Right. What compounded those feelings is my homeboy's parents, especially my boy Brandon. Remember Brandon's yeah, dad? Yeah, but make it share, make it fair for them. No, no, I am. I am. Okay. Brandon's dad, mm-hmm. right? And his mom. And his mom came to every single game and they we did. ever played and in the Brandon history ran, of our lives. Uh track with us. Yes. And his dad went to every game. They were amazing. Now, in his defense. Brandon's dad was old, older than my parents uh-huh. and, retired and retired and well off. Yes. Like Brandon had a brand new Camry in 2001. Listen, and Melissa living. had a Honda that was two years older than her, younger than her. No, it was my age. We I all, came in 85. No, we all had cars our age. My car was at 83. Nick's car was at 85. Mel's car was at 87. Wow. 
That's what I want to do to the boys. I feel like that's a tradition that should oh, be passed up. No, no. Boy, you should, I don't care how much money you have, you should appreciate smaller things. So no, you're not going to go to a parking lot and I'm going to do a car no and you're 16 and just got your driver's license a couple weeks ago. No, you need a car from 2006 and you need a car from 2008. You better wash it. My dad used to make us wash our cars. Actually, not even he didn't make us. I watched my dad take care of his car that way. He washed it every weekend. He vacuumed it out himself. And that's why I was like, okay. So you're just going to get your kid a... Your dad also couldn't have got you a car from a year ago. Correct. But I appreciated that car. Like, it was a 2001 Lexus. I was vacuuming that car every weekend. You did. You kept it clean. Washing it. Little raggedy car. I love that car. Can we get it at least 10 years old, but not necessarily? I don't they, it should not be brand new and I should not be paying a car note. I'm not paying a car note, even if it was brand new. <laughs> Go and tell you a little story. So anyway, <laughs> I unfairly expected, and Brandon was the only child, I also believe. Oh, he had a sister. What? She was older. Oh. Was he the only child in the house at the time? Uh yeah, because she is older than like his sister. Is because Brandon is Nick's age. Yeah. No, um. No. Yes. Yes. Or in no, between no, he's us. one year behind us. So between us and yeah, him. yeah. But I think his sister is a couple years older than us. Okay. Um. Yeah. You don't remember her? She went to our church for a little while. Um. Anyway, yeah, she's older than we are. So I think by the time he got to high school with us, she had either just graduated or was like graduating this that year or something mm. like that. I actually don't remember going to high school with her, to be honest. So she's probably a couple years older than us. Got it. But Brandon's parents were retired military who did well by themselves Listen. and their money. And they had the time. Absolutely. To go to every game. So the unfortunate position I put my parents in is comparing a totally different time, place. Like that was a benefit of having children later in life. Is It'd be like your parents right now doing what they do for Janelle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is 1000% mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And that's because now that my dad's retired military, he going to be at every single yeah, day. He be at everything. And he could be. And, and my dad is really supportive and, and they have more than made up for it. And now... I the, uh, the only reason I saw my parents this year is because they were at they came at rally show single, and they would drive. If that I come whole within circuit. a seven year of seven seven years year. seven hour, your mama, eight. your daddy, my Listen, mama. I can't remember the last time they missed a show in North Carolina from like seven years ago. So um, I'm not holding them against. That's them. good. But what what happens is you. Outside of therapy, I don't. You don't realize yeah, 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 yeah. how you place people. And, and here's connected. the other thing: you don't know in my mind sure. this is the place that you have. Sure, you, you hold. It's an unrealistic expectation. Absolutely. So, and this is what I hate about therapy, boy. She be putting these things together or helping me come to the realization. I'll be like, wow, that is completely unrealistic, mm-hmm. and you can't win. Yeah, you can't win. So uh, I don't know how you can learn how to do these things except through therapy, individual, individual and couple. And if you don't have a therapist, you should hit up BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an amazing resource. That's resource. That's H-E-L-P. OK, listen, my therapist right now, I see every other Monday. 
some days I got to see somebody in between. Mm -hmm. And because we're in a whole pandemic, we can't just pull up to the office and talk to me. Right. Better help, H-E-L-P, is an easy way to get therapy with the advent of technology. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Better help will help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. I can't speak enough about how therapy. How, how much therapy has has helped me and how an amazing of a tool better help has been because the the relationship Melissa and I have now is aided infinitely sure. by by consistent therapy. Um, I would not have come to these realizations on my own. I'd be asking my therapist, how do you even think of this? She's like, well, obviously I'm trained mm -hmm. to ask the right questions and then connect those dots. And I do a lot of internal reflection, but I wouldn't have come to those yeah. conclusions on my own. And that licensed professional has helped me a lot. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes you live in a small podunk town in the middle of nowhere, America. You might not have the best therapist in that town. I'm not going to name those towns, but some of y'all be like, man, you know, you can't even get a good mall. The chance of the best therapist in the world living there are slim to none. And one of the benefits of better help is you have access to the best in the world right at your finger tips okay make sure you hit up better help b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p they want to they want to help you start living a happier life today this is their website and read their testimonies that are posted daily um that's betterhelp.com slash reviews just like yelp or amazon check it click it out see how many five stars they have and what other people are saying visit betterhelp.com slash love hour love hour that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p and join the over one million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced profession now. In fact, so many people have been using better help that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer now, special offer now for the Love Hour listeners to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash love out. Once again, special offer for the Love Hour listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash love uh, One more note about therapy, something that your therapist said today. Do you mm. want to talk about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. What is it? I texted it to you. Uh, therapy is about re reclaiming your whole Listen. And doing the shadow work. Therapy. Hold on, let me see if I can find your exact quote. Here it is. Therapy is about shadow work. The goal is wholeness, which is reclaiming your lost parts. And when I tell you, Melissa and I are crafting a relationship with ourselves and with each other as individuals and as a couple, that isn't, um, you know, the marriage that our parents had, the marriage that our pastor and first lady had or deacons. It's the marriage that works for us. Some of which, a lot of which we don't share on the love hour, believe it or not. There's a good amount that we keep to ourselves. Um, but doing that shadow work is so important because if you don't, you will be stuck and stagnant. If you have children, you will inadvertently pass it off to them mm -hmm. without even recognizing at that. 
And what did she say? Um, did you define what the shadow is? I feel like you've given me a definition Man, of it I before. I don't know how to I don't know how to do it exactly right now, but I have done it before. I should have wrote it down. Okay. Um, I essentially feel that um, the reclaiming is a lot of the, and I've said this a lot, and listen, I be saying stuff and don't really always understand what I be saying. I just put the note that I just told you. What? Shout out work from today. Oh, <laughs> that um, I feel like I definitely am going through this like reclamation process. Yes. Of I mean, my time. Yeah, I'm reclaiming. Listen, my I yield nothing. I All yield. these people, I yield back 10 minutes. No, there's nothing, there's nothing to yield back. I feel like I'm in a in a season of reclaiming and growth and evolution. And I don't um shy away from that. And I think when I think people see and they're like, it, listen, this is a lot of work. And it's scary because it also can take you to a very vulnerable place, which mm -hmm. we talked a lot about last mm -hmm. week. Even um, Danny was talking about, she did this with one of her um, people that she knows. And she was like, girl, I feel like you set me up. She basically did a relationship check-in and literally she was like, I really like, did you set me up? And I was like, I really didn't mean to. I was just like explaining to you. I should have given you like, she was like, we were like crying, talking to each other. Really? Yes. And I was like, Honestly, I think that's the beautiful thing of these is that it allows you to see, it allows you and your spouse to have like this really safe space of like getting it all out, you know? And that at the end, there is a moment of like, you exhale, you feel better, and then it's closer. Y'all be you paying feel closer. attention. Okay, go. That's exactly what it was. The okay. shadow was about the sun shining, but it casts a shadow on you. But that dark part is the part you have to work on. That was the shadow work thing. So say more. Shannon, Shannon, Shannon Burress. Um, <clears throat> you you see the part of yourself in the light, um, but the the shadow. See these doggone shadows on these cards now. It's the part that is is visible because of the light, but it's often we don't do anything about it. And um, <clears throat> you have to acknowledge. A lot of it is just acknowledging it's there and then working through. And it's not even like. One thing my therapist always says is not even that that part of you is bad. Yeah. Like we always talk about Kev, the shrewd businessman. She's she's always like, you can be a shrewd businessman. I'm like, that's bad, huh? She's mm -hmm. like, no, mm -hmm. it's not always bad. Mm -hmm. Some days you need to. Right, right, you right. got to be protecting. But you might have to go from shrewd businessman in this meeting to soft husband in the next moment and loving father. Right. You know what I mean? So um, that's that's kind of it. I wish I would have written it down. But that's where it came from the idea of doing this shadow work. And I think exposing that shadow is often what people don't want to do. We'd rather not deal with it or act like it's yeah. not there. And then you end up uh, spilling blood on everybody because you haven't done the work. It's like having a wound and you're like, or you know, a, you, an open wound and you see you left this trail. You're like, I didn't even, what? I felt some pain, but I didn't even know where it was. And I feel like that's what we're doing. We are yeah. we are spilling blood on everybody because we haven't done our own work. Yes. And that shows up in with your kids. That can show up in your real romantic relationships. That can show up at work. That can show up, uh, again, in your family dynamics. Like that can show up any and everywhere if you don't do the work. And that's it why it's not just anywhere. your... I think uh, a lot of times those triggers are more prevalent in romantic relationships 
relationship because y'all in, y'all, y'all in each other's face all the time. And the pandemic ain't done nothing but heighten that. Right. You know, we were talking about that in therapy today too, how some of this wouldn't have been so obvious if I was even on tour. Right, right, right. Because right, we have right. more time away from each other. There's a relief or not relief, uh-huh. re- release. Or reprieve. No, reprieve, reprieve. Uh, but with the pandemic, you just, good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. there again? I ain't had a chance to miss you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. All right. I think that's it. Did you want to add anything um, else to this or something we did it? My earring keeps getting this caught. This shirt, inside. I don't like the way it fits. I hate it. You're taking it's it off. Good. It's got my titties titian. It's all of them in my stomach. Just, I'm not no soccer. Um, I just don't like it. Okay, don't wear it no more. I'm not. Right. Anything else you want to say? Man, y'all good. Uh, did we have any other really good comments that you want? Or you, I know you wanted to read comments, but we don't have to if you don't have anything extra. But did anyone in our shout out to our Patreon who's watching this live? Did anyone else say anything? Um, <laughs> don't say my name, y'all. I'm at work. Oh, that's hilarious. Sorry, girl. Oh, I said her name again. I'm sorry. Michael James said, don't say my name, y'all. I'm at work. All right. <sighs> Ever Ever Lane sells the shirts. Yes. They're, they really are comfortable. No lie. Um, this is one of the top comments. Okay. Said, I see why old, the older generation either worked or drank to death to avoid all this discussion. Phew. Nobody would ever get married with all this homework. Love y'all. Appreciate, or LOL. Appreciate y'all sharing y'all insights. Listen, I get that. <laughs> because you just be like, they was doing this without therapy. They was just in here and dealing with Jim Crow South. And look, that's why I got a whole other family on the other side of town. It's so much easier to bury your head in the sand. Um, so it's much easier. Easy, it's even it's easier. not helpful. No, it's even easier to just be like, I am who I am. And that's, um, I get it. Like, yes. I do. I get it because it's not, <clears throat> listen, this year, while I am working on, you know, not being, um, not always considering myself a fixer-upper and like this work in progress that constantly need changing um, or fixing is a better word. And that's not to say that like I am who I am and that's kind of the mm-hmm. end of it. I'm always going to be working on myself, but I don't always want to be so entrenched in that narrative that I tell myself that I'm so fundamentally flawed, that I am so broken, that Mm -hmm. there's so many things that I need to fix that I'm constantly looking for like ways to like figure out and do that shadow work. Um, It's very, it it comes a point where it's unhealthy. And so I'm working on that this year. It's, It's kind of finding the balance of allowing myself to just be. Just be. Yeah. Anything else? I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, I am who I am. I've been, yeah. Oh, she said I'm married too. That's unfortunate because it makes it very difficult to like have these up conversations because no one wants to like say they were wrong or grow or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, prayers to you. All right. Thank you guys. I meant this sincerely. I know. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us on today's episode of the Love Hour podcast. If you have suggestions, please leave them down below or maybe guess. I don't know. I'm kind of figuring out how I feel about guests this year. Um, so yeah, that's it. Until the next episode. Bye.